Welcome to the Meg and Maggie podcast. We blend the worlds of physical and mental health to bring you conversations of overall wellness. We are so happy you're here with us. Love, Meg and Maggie. Hi guys, welcome back to episode 46 this week. Maggie, sometimes when I listen back, I'm like, we are so good at getting right into the topics, but sometimes I just want to be like, Maggie, how are you? Oh, We're always just like, okay, here's what we're talking about. It's going to be fantastic. Get ready. And then I'm like, wait, much. hi everybody. How are you this week? Yeah, I really like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's good to take a second to kind of just like slow down once in a while, like, you know? especially on this podcast, because we know how to really get into something and then get lost in it and then finish it up for you. And (laughs) I think you never really get to know us fully in the beginning. So Maggie, how are you? I am doing well. Um, We had a basketball game yesterday. We won. So that was exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, And I am still feeling a little bit of like the post-holiday energy lull, like a Mm. little bit of burnout. I don't want to call it like full burnout, but like still trying to recover from that um, around here, but I'm feeling, um, also a new wave of like motivation, mm-hmm. like a, um, kind of like deep from like within my gut, not like a surface level. Like I got to do things, motivation, like, a okay. Like I'm ready to, you know, start, start just like turning the wheels and like do something new. I like that. I like that a lot. I think that's important. I'm feeling very same thing, a little like, at the same time as I'm feeling like really like sometimes low energy, I'm also feeling very restless at night. I haven't been sleeping very yeah, well. Yeah, same. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm feeling like creatively kind of like, I'm in a weird place, everybody. I'm like so inspired right now, but also there's a lot, I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of doubt swirling around me too. And I think that's because of how inspired I'm feeling. Mm. And I'm like, I can fucking do anything. And then the doubt creeps in and it's just like this back and forth battle. So if you're ever experiencing that with anything in your life or you're like, you know, tired during the day and like, uh, and then like, can't sleep at night. Like I'm with you. I hear you. Yes. That happens to me too. That was me last week. And then also at the same time, like when I'd finally get to sleep, I'd have like these horrific dreams. And I'm like, this is not fun. (laughs) Not fun. But that's such a good point that you say, like when we're feeling the most inspired is also when those doubts come in the hardest. Right. Cause it's like this, this back and forth of like really high inspiration. And then also like, Oh my God, I can't do this. You know? Yeah, exactly. They live together and they're living within me right now. So I want to do that. Every time I listen back, I'm like, I just want to like everybody to know us a little bit too, um, through like our personalities and everything like that. So, but today's episode, we are talking about something that I'm sure you're consuming a lot right now, which is anything surrounding exercise. I'm sure your Instagram page is filled with pop-ups, filled with ads. I'm sure everybody's sliding into your DMs. Well, maybe not everybody, but you know, those things, Maggie, where it's like the, um, and listen, I'm not knocking anything. If you're a part of this, you like it more power to you. None of my business, but you know, like the, um, MLM. Oh, programs. yes. I know. Okay. And you know how like every message will start with, Hey girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, Wait, hold on. I have to say this. And then they'll like compliment you like, right. Oh my God. Like, Hey girl, haven't seen you since high school. You, I see you need to lose like 30 pounds. Here's how I can help you. Like, I, feel like <laughs> I want to like pause there for a second and really let you know my true personality where it's like, Hey, you're so fabulous. By the way, I think you need to lose weight. Here's my product. Like that's how I consume those things. 
Um, I haven't gotten one in a very long time, but I know these pop-ups right now are real. Um, And so we're going to kind of tie that into our topic today in terms of exercise specifically of how to make exercise in your life sustainable past the point of January. Okay. Cause do you know the stats Maggie on like, um, the percentage of people who, I don't know if there's like real hard, good data on this, but like, do you know an overall rule of like how many people like start to go off of their new year's resolution as far as exercise goes? Is there like a number for that? There definitely is. I don't know it. What I do know is that the majority of people stop within three weeks Mm. of their new goal. Okay. That's what I was curious about. I was like, there's gotta be some sort of like number out there. It doesn't have to be like cold, hard facts. Um, that's really interesting to me. And why do you think that is like three weeks is nothing like three weeks is a, it's not even the whole month of January. So why do you think three weeks? Like what's your theory on that? Yeah. I think that there's so many things that go into it. There's so many ways I can go with this question. One, which I don't want to spend a lot of time on because uh, I want to get into the next theory, but okay, I is like that, the preface already. Yeah. So you know how they say like, it takes like 21 days or 28 days or however many days to build a habit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is this, this component of we're not used to doing this and it's hard. So then we just like go back to whatever our habit is. Right. Mm-hmm. I definitely think there is that component. Um, but what I think the the bigger issue is that is not surface level, um, but is the biggest contributing factor is that we just don't set our expectations correctly, mm-hmm. right? Is like, we're like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to expect myself to be 100% compliant and I'm going to love it. And I'm going to change my diet completely and change my whole entire schedule. And now I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. when I'm used to waking up at seven. And it's like, we change all of these things and expect it to work. Right. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't, of course it doesn't, you know, so then we give up. And then when it doesn't work, we're like, well, I just suck. Exactly. Like, oh, I said I was going to wake up at, because I've done this way too many times. Sometimes I still do every now and again, like I'm going to wake up at five. I'm going to do this. This is going to change my morning routine. I'm going to, you know, be nicer to people. Like you just make all these (laughs) expectations all at once. And then you're like, shit, I did none of that. Forget it. We're done end of story. Like I've done that so many times and I like laugh because it sounds so silly now, but like genuinely that was me. Every time a Monday would roll around or a new year, I was like, this is it. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to exercise an hour, you know, five days a week, no day. Like I was just very, um, all or nothing in the sense of we're going to go from doing absolutely nothing in terms of exercise to, really strict workout plan and I'm going to do it. And then every time I would fail, cause I would stop doing it. I was like, well, there's something wrong with me. I'm the problem. I'm lazy. I don't have enough discipline. I suck. Like that's where my mind would go. And I still, I want to be very transparent with me in this episode that that's still something that I'm working on. Right. Like I have now in terms of diet and exercise, right. Which is what you're probably consuming a lot this time of year. I have a very good handle on diet and not in the sense that I'm dieting in the sense that I feel like I eat exactly what my body needs. I'm very (laughs) balanced. I'm really, I also want to like step into how proud I am of myself. It took a really long time to get here to say that I feel really balanced in the way I eat. I eat a lot at home, a lot of local, a lot of fresh, and then I go out and have whatever. Like I am really, really proud of myself in that way. 
with exercise, I still struggle with this. I still struggle with finding the consistency, finding the balance, finding what I like. Um, so we can kind of go through that too. But I think for most people, I think you're right, Maggie, that you set the bar so unbelievably high for yourself that instead of like your favorite thing to say, which I love is moving towards something, you're not moving towards it. You're just trying to pick up from plot A and go to plot B without doing any of the steps in between. Yeah, exactly. And the other component is that a lot of times when, especially around like the new year's resolution time, um, this can happen anytime when you're setting an exercise goal, but especially this time of year, what also tends to happen is we think we have to do a certain type of exercise because for some reason we've been led to believe that that's the best way. Right. So, um, I'll use just like CrossFit as an example, not to hate on CrossFit. Um, but say, for example, you're around a group of people who do CrossFit, right? Okay. We all know CrossFit people love to talk about CrossFit, right? Okay. It's like part of their whole identity workout class I go to in the morning. Right. But for some reason you don't talk about it like that, which I'm not an athlete. Like they are, I'm there like dying, like just trying to get through it. I'm not not going to the games anytime soon. There's no CrossFit games in my future anytime soon. I'm working out with like the 60 year old veteran, you know, who's there across it with me. That's my partner. Anyways, go ahead. Anyways. So I'm just using this example because if you're around a group of people who talk very highly about the type of exercise that they do, and it has worked really well for them, it's easy to feel like that's what you should do. Right. Because it's like, oh, well that has worked really well for them. So it's definitely going to work well for me, which is not the case. Right. Especially if it's something you don't like. Right. Mm -hmm. So this time of year, what happens a lot of times is they're like, you just saw an ad for something and it's, you know, it's really great. Or your friend does this and it's really great for them or, you know, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. we set ourselves up to do something that we don't actually want to do. We're doing it out of a scarcity mindset, out of a lack mindset, out of a, this is the only thing that could possibly work for me mindset, not a, I actually want to move towards my goals and create a new part of my life. That is part of my life, right? I want exercise to be part of my life, not a punishment or not just something I need to do because I feel like I have to lose weight and I have to do it in this way. And there's that, there's this other component of like wanting to fit in and all that stuff. Right. And And when kind of going back to, we talked about this in the last episode about manifestation and like getting in the energy of what you want, right? If we are in the energy of everything feeling very heavy and forceful, and I have to do this, and this is the only way, and you can kind of even just hear it in my voice, right? Like Mm. this is very serious and this is the only way that I can do it. And I have to be super rigid and disciplined and the desperation too, of like, I need this to work this time. Right. Mm. When we go into it that way, we're going to attract all of that energy that comes along with it, which is, this is maybe a bold statement, but in my opinion, that's the energy of failure when we don't learn and we don't get back up and we don't continue going on. Right. Because we only fail when we stop. Mm -hmm. Right. If we keep going or we try something new or, you know, something doesn't work out quite in the way we want it to, but then, you know, we adjust a little bit and try again, that's not failure. Right. We just learned. Right. But when we expect something to work out perfectly the way we envisioned and then it doesn't, and then we stop, that's failure. Mm -hmm. Right. And that, that comes with that energy of being so hard on yourself and forceful and, um, that desperation, like you said, right. And 
when we go into it, you know, on the other side, if we go into it, like I want to create a new part of my life. I want to make movement a part of my life. I, yes, I have this goal that I want to reach and I have faith that I can reach it. And if this isn't the right way, I'm going to be shown the way that is right for me. Mm. Right. Like when we go into it with an open mind and when we're actually looking to achieve the goal and not so set on the path to get there, there is a lot more room for opportunity. And I, the thing that kept going through my mind, as you said that one is not to toot our own horn, but also like to toot at the same time. Like we <laughs> look how much psych Maggie just brought into the world of physical health, like everything related to mentally what's going on, the emotions, the desperation, the fear, the lack, the scarcity, that's all psych shit. That's coming into your reasoning for giving up on moving your body. And I think sometimes for me, at least the most simple things like, um, like a word shift can be really powerful. Do not underestimate the words um, that you use within yourself and the words that you welcome. So for me, for example, I really love the word nourishing. The Mm. word nourishing for me, for my body is beautiful. It's light. It feels cozy. It feels safe. It feels like something I want. The idea of nourishing this body that I've been given is everything to me. Like it's something that means so much to me because for so long I punished this body. I hated it. I still am not in love with it. Right. But I hated it so much that I would punish it by eating the broccoli and eating the whatever that I didn't want to eat because I thought all I wanted was the quote unquote bad stuff. Right. Cause I was conditioned that that was the And this is a whole bigger topic, but it's a really important one that we won't go into detail on, but you can just imagine it's the forbidden fruit, right? So if something is don't, you can't have it, you can't have it, you can't have it. Well, that place of restricting, guess what you're going to want? Exactly that, (laughs) right? Like when we are like, no, 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 don't touch it. Don't touch it. Like the little rebel in me is like, well, I'm going to touch it. I'm going to go get it and do Mm -hmm. it. Oh my gosh. Yes. Right. And it's the same thing for moving my body. The idea of oh my God, I, you know, I I really need to lose weight. I really need to look a certain way. I really need to fit into that dress. I really like, I hate this energy. There's nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight. And that is something that I struggled with for a long time. And it's something that was honestly one of the basic, basis, 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 what's the word? Basis. One of the basic, I don't know. One of the moving like, on onward. Moving on. Anyways, um, don't edit this. Sorry, we uh we like to keep it real with you. One of the like <laughs> pillars. I don't. I'm trying to get like really cool with the words, and it's not working. Like one of the first ideas that Maggie and I had of why this podcast was needed is because there are, especially on social media, two worlds. And Maggie and I talk about this a lot. There's the diet, fitness, you know, restriction world where that's the only way to do it. It's the only way it's going to work. And then a lot of times there's the body positivity, intuitive eating, look how you want health at whatever size you're at. Like there's that world too. And I would say that Maggie and I are probably a mix of both of those worlds um, in the sense, or I, I shouldn't speak for you, Maggie, but I'm a sense of both of those worlds that I don't restrict. I don't do anything like that. I'm, I try and be body positive or at least body neutral. Um, 
but I also am really health conscious. I want my blood work to be good. I don't want to have high blood pressure. I don't want to be pre-diabetic or by diabetic. Like I also value my health and what that looks like. And I also, this is an unpopular opinion from the body positive world. A lot of times is the desire to lose weight is not innate bad. Okay. There are ways that it gets distorted into disordered eating or eating disorders that 1000% is extremely damaging and harmful and can be really dangerous to your body and your health and your life. But the sense of wanting to lose weight is not a bad thing, but Maggie, you may be able to like talk us into this a little bit. Cause I think it's important that we go here for a second because most people, the reason why they made that resolution nine times out of 10, sorry, maybe eight times out of 10 is to lose weight. You've got the two or at least look better. It's coming from that world. You may have two out of 10 people who are doing it for their mental health and to feel better and to feel more energized. I, I would argue that most people are coming at it from that way. And you can tell me otherwise, um, cause you have way more experience in that way. But why do you think I'm trying to like structure this in a way, can you just speak to that for a minute? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes, I would say that the majority of people when they're making a, an exercise related goal, right. Or a quote unquote diet related goal, right. They're making it because of weight loss. Right. And like you said, just because we want to lose weight, doesn't make it bad. Right. Like coming from that body positive world. Um, we're told that if we want to lose weight, then that's bad because we don't love ourselves as we are. Right. That's not, that's, that's an oversimplification, right? Mm -hmm. That's an oversimplification of that because we need to step into the world of, and right. This is my favorite world, the world of, and where I can love myself and want to, or maybe even need to change my body. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that is all okay. It is all okay. And if we look at it from that perspective of, I want to lose weight or I need to lose weight because I love myself, that's the power, right? That's where the power is. We can't look at it from the other way of, I'll love myself when I lose weight, right? Yeah. Because then you will never lose enough weight to love yourself, mm-hmm. right? But if we can step into loving ourselves, being that person, being the person that loves ourselves as we are, it allows us to then take the action that is necessary to be in a healthier place, right? Wow. And health is such a complicated word because there are you know, there are different camps of even medicine, like right. Western medicine versus Eastern medicine, different cultures have different values when it comes to health. Um, when you go to your doctor, they have different values. When you, when it comes to your health, they may have different values than you. Different doctors may have different values than each other, right? It's so subjective. It's so complicated. And so it's important that we take the time to be silent Stop taking in so much sometimes to get clear on what is important to me with my health right now, right? Mm -hmm. Right now, what is important to me with my health? And if that's weight loss, great, go do it. You got this, you know, but we have to come at it from a perspective of I'm doing this because I love myself. And this is an important value to me. Maybe you want to feel better. Maybe like you said, you don't want to be pre-diabetic or diabetic. You don't want to have, um, a, you know, an illness that could be prevented. 
right? Um, you want to feel good. You want to be able to run around with your kids. You want to be able to do whatever it is that you want to do, right? And if weight loss is going to help you achieve those things, do it. Like I am all for that, right? Because the ultimate goal is having our bodies be a home that supports us in all ways, right? And so, but it's all about our mindset around it right? It's all about how we think about it. It's all about how we're looking at it. And it's not something that we're going to be perfect at right away or all the time, right? Like you said, you're not perfect at it. still. I'm not perfect at it. Still. I have days where I wake up and I'm like, I absolutely hate my body. I have too much body fat. My clothes don't fit me properly. Oh, I can't wear that because it makes me look too big. My arms look too big today or whatever, you know, and I have those days Mm -hmm. and I'm a tiny freaking person. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it happens to everyone. And that is where the more practice we have of looking at it from the other perspective, the easier it's going to be to allow ourselves to come back to neutral, being like, just because I'm having this thought doesn't make it real. Just because I'm feeling this way doesn't mean this is the truth. Right. And then move back into the direction that we want to go. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's very complicated. And if you feel overwhelmed and you feel like you're always failing with weight loss or whatever your health goal is, like we said before, stopping is the only way that we actually fail. Right. And everything you've learned up until now, everything you're learning right now, every problem you're having right now, every success you're having right now is just teaching you something new that you're probably going to need in the future. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've talked about a lot of different things in this little spiel here, here after your question, but that's how complicated it is, right? It's really complicated. And the moral of the story is whatever your goal is, as long as it's true to you, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And you, you bring such a light to such a, you are such a light in a space that is so complicated and dark for so many people. So I appreciate that spiel or whatever you want to call it. It's 1000% necessary. <laughs> yeah. Because Everything that a lot of people can are consuming is not that. And I think I want to say this really quickly, and then we can get into the sustainability aspect of it, which I think is the most important part of this episode. But for what Maggie is saying, we don't have any, we, Maggie and I are going to get paid without you buying our stuff. That's probably why we're in the space of podcasting. You're going to, you know, you can buy some of the things that we're going to endorse and things like that, that we love and use, and you can trust, um, that we're using it. We're not selling you a fitness program. And when Maggie, even if she chose to, right, if you chose to do something like that, Maggie, within your own business, Maggie's not going to push it down your throat that this is the only way and it's shiny and it's going to fix you and everything's going to be fine. That's some bullshit. And that's what you're consuming. You're consuming that right now. If you, if you join this program, if you join this, if you join this gym, if you get on this fitness plan, if you, you know, follow this program, we're going to fix you. You may not know that there's a lot of psych behind that, but that's the subconscious saying, Oh my God, if I do this, everything's going to be okay. And that's not true. And I want to save people time and energy and money and all this stuff. It's not going to quote unquote fix you or quote unquote make you happy. There are components of all of that that can help. Sure. Working out and feeling good within your body. And also too, I have to be very careful in the sense of 
I want my body to look how it's going to look when I'm taking care of it in the best way that I can for that season. That's my goal for my body. That's what I value. But at the same time, I like to feel beautiful. And sometimes that still creeps in of certain things from our society and stuff like that. And I want to be very honest about that. And for people who are consuming things, just know Oh, what is the word, Maggie? Be able for your like red flag to go up of oh, I'm I'm buying into this with desperation, thinking it's gonna fix me or make me happy, and it's probably not going to. Okay, and so that's where I think sustainability comes into this, and this is what I think is so powerful. And this is what people aren't really going to tell you because guess what? Or people from that world, right? This, what is it, Maggie? Like multi-billion dollar business oh, yeah. diet and exercise, like an insane business. Not many people are going to tell you about sustainability because when you're sustainable, you're not really going to buy anything. Yep. <laughs> Goes back to what we talked about in the first episode of 2022 is that we have to, we are responsible for being conscious consumers, right? We are responsible for, we live in a consumer world, right? And if we, don't get me wrong. Okay. I wish, and I've talked about this before in like my growing up, I wish that I was able to just believe everything everyone told me is the truth, right? This person is older than me and they have this job and they are an expert in this. So whatever they tell me must be the truth. I wish, I wish. Right. And I used to believe that when I was little, right. I believe that this person was in this position so I could trust them. Right. And unfortunately that's not the case, right. There are good people out there. There are good companies out there who are telling you the truth and really do have your best interests in mind and in their heart, but that's not everyone. Right. And it's important that we are conscious consumers and take the time and the energy to figure out one, if what I'm seeing is actually true and two, if it's right for me, right? Because just because something is out there and it is true and it helps people doesn't mean it's the right thing for you. Right. And that's okay. That is okay. Mm -hmm. The other thing too, with that, I feel like that is some powerful information that, that we can share, um, in that way. And it's something that if you just think about it and zoom out for a second, like it makes sense. If you're happy and you're can, and you're in a sustainable place with your, you know, uh, fitness level or your health related things, you're not going to buy anything. You're going to go and do whatever movement you're going to do. And you're going to go to the grocery store and buy your food. That's it. You don't need to buy into anything fancy. There are some things that you're going to overpay for, right? Like I value organic food sometimes and grass-fed beef and whatever. Like I overpay in that way because I value that, period. But as far as programs and stuff like that, you could save yourself some money in that way. And I think the part that we can really get into now, Maggie, and maybe some more, your favorite word ever, tangible examples of how do we keep this sustainable? How do we go from, you know, this desire to want to look a certain way or feel a certain way or 
you know, just whatever those desires are, I would first say, make sure that they're your own, try and quiet the noise, try and quiet the pressures. Um, and also too, if there's anyone around you putting pressure on you, like that is a huge red flag for me, um, with anyone around you, whether that be your parent or your partner or a friend, like, I hope no one's saying these things to you, like you should lose weight or this or that, but I know that's a real thing. I know that that exists. Um, So try and quiet the noise first, figure out what you value. I think that that can be step one for sustainability is before you buy the plan, before you buy the gym membership, before you do any of that, get out a piece of paper and a pen and write down what you value at this moment without the noise. Try and quiet your mind for a moment. And what do you value? Do you value being able to run around with your children? Do you value... Um, eating foods where you know where they came from? Do you value having energy throughout the day to, you know, be able to have the day that you're going to have? Like, I think getting really clear on what you value is something that one, it's free and you could just (laughs) start there. And then two, then you can kind of go from there and build what you need for your health and your life based on that. Um, What do you think about that, Maggie? I know that you have a really, I think you're really amazing with your value system. And how do you think we can teach our listeners how to do that for themselves? Yeah, I think it's super important, right? Because in a world of so much being thrown at us, people are constantly talking on social media, right? And there's not actual conversations going on. It's just like everyone's kind of spewing their own opinions and that's fine sometimes, right? But also when it comes to something like this, we need to figure out what's important to us, right? And so I think that sitting down with a piece of paper, I mean, this is what I do, right? You sit down with a piece of paper and figure out what is important to you. And Mm -hmm. then once you have an idea, it doesn't have to be perfect, right? That's the other thing is that it doesn't have to be perfect. We're going to figure it out as we go. Um, But once you have an idea of what's important to you, then when it comes to exercise specifically, right? Let's say, for example, what's important to you when it comes to exercise is being able to run around with your kids, having energy all day being strong and fitting really comfortably into your clothes. Okay. Let's just say those four things are your values. Okay. Well, if those four things were your values, I would say that you definitely need to be doing strength training, right? 100%. You need to be doing strength training. So then we need to go from there and see, okay, how can I best accomplish this? right? If I need to be doing strength training, how can I accomplish that? So now we need to ask ourselves more questions. Do I know anything about strength training? Is this something I can go do on my own or do I need someone to help me, right? Do I need a trainer? Do I need classes? Do I need a program or not, right? All of those things fit into figuring out what's best for you. Then we also have to think about how much time do I have, right? Mm -hmm. If I only have an hour for my whole workout commute included, and the closest gym is 30 minutes away, well, that's not going to work, right? Maybe I need to get some equipment in my home and work out there. Okay. Then let's look at finances, right? How much money are you willing to spend on your strength training, right? If you have an unlimited budget and you don't know how to do it very well, and you have a lot of time in the world. Maybe you go to that 30 minute away gym and you hire a personal trainer, right? Mm -hmm. But if you don't have 
a lot of money to spend every month on the gym and you don't have the time, maybe you buy some dumbbells and work out at home. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's no one right answer. That's overall the right answer. Right. And that's why there's so many resources and so many different programs and so many different ways that we can go about it. Right. Because just because I create a program doesn't mean it's going to be the one for you. Right. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it is. And that's great. Right. But we have to get clear on what's important to us, what we're willing to give, how much we're willing to spend, how much time we have, um, and then figure out what the best plan of action is. Right. And we can't do that if we don't know what's important to us. I think that that is the most realistic way for people to approach it. And I love what you share and the light that you shed on that, because there's something so powerful in that. You don't need to just go out. That's, this is the thing. This is what is the beauty of it. I was trying to find the words. I found them. It's like going in blind, right? January 1st rolls around and you're like, oh my God, I got to like, everybody's losing weight. Everybody's trying to da 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 like blah, blah, blah. Right. So you're going in blind, like, okay, what the hell am I doing? What am I supposed to do? You're kind of trying to like feel your way around. Okay. There's so many options. There's so many programs. Like you're going into it blindly. You have no idea what you're trying to do. And sometimes that can work in life, but sometimes it just leaves you feeling desperate and spending a lot of money and like not in a good place in this way, in my opinion, at least. I think the other thing that I really can speak on that I still battle this in my head, honestly, but I am pretty laid back in terms of giving myself grace as far as working out goes. And that's something that I battle in my head of, okay, the discipline I need it. I need the structure, da, da, da. But I also like, if I don't feel like going, I don't go like there's a balance there. And you can go back to our episode on grace versus discipline. I talked about it then too. Um, I have found for me personally, I feel my best when I start my day out with a workout period. And I am one of those people, all of you are going to be like, Ew, why? But there's something about going at like before the sun comes up, like five thirty, six o'clock in the morning. I don't know what it is. I was telling someone the other day, I don't know if it's like, because I'm half asleep, like it's just better to like die when you're half asleep. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but like I have taken inventory. I've worked out many times at many different places at many different hours. I have found that for myself, I am best first thing in the morning, get it over with, come home, have coffee, get ready, start my day. Okay. I have a ton of energy. I'm buzzing off the walls. It works for me. So that's the grace aspect is, okay, I've narrowed down what works for me. I think that's another thing too. And then there's another layer of, well, I get bored easily. I can't do the exact same thing every single day. And this is where it doesn't need to be as elaborate for right now. I have chosen to pay for different places, but it doesn't need to be like that. If you work out from home and one day your workout is strength training and you have dumbbells and kettle, kettlebells or kettlebells, what is it, Maggie? Kettlebells. Kettlebells. Okay. You got dumbbells, kettlebells, <laughs> all the bells. <laughs> you do your workout. Cool. The next day, allow yourself to do yoga, allow yourself to stretch, allow yourself to dance. Like, I think that that's a part of it is that exercise hasn't always been marketed as just moving your body. And for me, that is way more approachable. Okay. So when I sh- made the mindset from working out to moving my body, my whole energy changed. My whole opinion changed. And I remember 
I do personally go to CrossFit in the morning. It's, we don't have too many things around this area. So I like a class for the socialization aspect and it's one of the better ones in my area. I remember one of my uh, trainers at CrossFit, this was like maybe a year ago. She was saying, okay, I want you guys to start. I think it was actually around the new year. This is interesting. She was like, I want you guys to start grading yourself at the end of every class, give yourself a grade. And at the time I was not pushing myself. I was just happy to have showed up there at 6 a.m. and did the workout. Like just getting to the gym at 6 a.m. and moving your body, that was like, okay, yep, that's good enough for me. <laughs> like I don't need to grade myself. And I remember, I didn't let anybody else see this, but it was because working out or moving my body for the first time in my life was a personal choice and not a person and not an obligation. It was a personal thing within my own being that was, I feel better when I move my body. It helps me. This is personal to me. So I remember this was like, I want to tell this story because it's a sweet moment in my journey, but she would say, okay, everybody give yourself a grade. And I would look and we had to do it on like these little whiteboards. And I would see people giving themselves like a C, C minus like they didn't feel like their performance was good enough. And I was like, uh, uh-uh, I know that world. I, I'm not touching that with a 10 foot pole. And every day when I would go to that workout class and I would do it, however hard I pushed myself or however much I didn't push myself, I always wrote a plus 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 every single time. And no one had to know that. And it was no one's business, but it was my little like wink at myself that you're not here to fucking grade yourself, Meg. You're here to move your body. You're here to get your blood pumping. You're here to, you know, listen to music and move this beautiful body that you've been given. And that's it. There's enough of this pressure. Like, I think that's the biggest thing. And I think that's why exercise can be so unapproachable is because it just has this like hard marketing vibe of get in, get it done, get it over with. And like, I love that too. Like there's something motivating about that, but it's also like, just move your body, go for walks, move around during the day, stretch, do yoga, get in tune with this body that you've been given. Um, that was a huge mindset shift that has 1000% led to a more sustainable lifestyle for me now. And I'm always evolving and changing. So now that I work from home 100% of the time, you know, besides going to coffee shops and meetings and things like that, I am noticing that I like to kick my workouts. Like I like to, I'm craving more of the discipline now because I need more structure. Whereas before I didn't. Also the season changes in the summertime. You're not going to see me at the gym as much. I'm just outside walking period. Don't care. Like that just works for me in the winter. You'll see me at more classes, stuff like that. So that's my kind of like long winded spiel on uh, sustainability. And that's all I have for you. <laughs> that's the word of the day, the spiel. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's important that we figure out what works for us, right? I love the shift from if you have a negative connotation feeling around the word exercise, right? If we, if you feel like it is very harsh, if it is connected to this part of your life that isn't sustainable and doesn't make you feel good, I love shifting it to movement. I love that. I think that is great for sustainability because movement is just something that we all need to do. Our bodies are meant to move. And it just, it feels nice to say like, I'm just going to go move my body, you know, like, and then when you allow yourself to get to that place, maybe it's the walk, maybe it's the run, maybe it's the class, the lift, whatever. 
when you allow yourself to get there because you took the pressure off and you're like, I'm just going to go move my body. Then it's easier to get into the workout and like have a really good workout or push yourself or whatever it is that your goal is. Right. But we have to get ourselves there, you know? Mm -hmm. So I love that so much. Um, the other thing that I love in terms of sustainability is setting smart goals, setting realistic goals, right? So a smart goal is a specific measurable, attainable, realistic, timely goal. Right. Okay. So thank you. So if you want to lose weight, right. How much weight, how are you going to measure your weight loss? Is this something you can actually do? Is this something that's realistic in the time frame? What is the time frame that you're giving yourself? Right. We have to attach these things to our goal. Otherwise we never feel like we're good enough right? If we're, I just want to lose weight. Well, I didn't know how much weight I wanted to lose. So I never know if I accomplished my goal. I never feel like I lost enough weight each week, right? Because we don't know how much we actually wanted to lose. Right. Mm -hmm. And then if we don't have that smart goal, we can't set up our plan to help us achieve it. Right. So tangible things like that are very helpful when it comes to sustainability, right? Because if you have all those specifics laid out, if you have the plan laid out that we know is probably going to change, right? We're not expecting it to work forever, but for right now we have those things laid out. It's much easier to just be like, okay, today I just have to do this today. Mm -hmm. I just have to do this. Right. And we can let go of the long-term outcome. We can let go of all of the how, right? Because we know today I'm just going to this class today. I'm just getting up and walking outside around the treadmill today I'm getting up and doing this right and maybe like the end of the day comes and you're like I'm just gonna stretch now I just feel like moving my body is gonna make me feel good right but when we have that plan laid out this is where the plans and the trainers and the people to help you are helpful right because you can figure out how to get there in a way that gives you the structure. Like you said, right now you need more structure, right? Okay. So let's come up with a plan for you. It was, you're going to CrossFit in the morning, however many days a week you go, that's your plan. So today you get up and go to CrossFit, going to CrossFit tomorrow. Maybe you don't. Okay. I don't next day today. I'm getting up and going to CrossFit. That's your plan, mm-hmm. right? Okay. It's something to hold on to something to look forward to. You're not so stressed about what do I have to do every day? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that you can't achieve. It's not something you can't do. It's not too hard on you, right? Where it's impossible. It's not like I'm expecting myself to get up and go to CrossFit every single day of the week at 5 a.m. and at 6 p.m. Oh God. Yeah. No, thank you. I we do that sometimes. One thousand percent. I'm gonna do two a days. I'm gonna do two hours a day at the gym when maybe you work a twelve hour shift and have an hour commute and a dog and like you know what I mean? Like it's just not realistic. And I've done it in the past. I've done the two a day and like yeah, no, it's a real thing. And I love the contrast between the way you and I speak because neither one is right and neither one is wrong. They're just different. So you like for me, you have to be. We can give you all the stuff. We can give you all of our thoughts, all of our experiences. Maggie has a lot more of like a wealth of knowledge in this space because she's had clients, tons of clients that she's trained, right? I only know my personal experience and maybe a few friends. That's about it. And so they're so different and they're both valid. For some people, a smart goal is exactly what they need. It's the exact amount of structure that they need. I want to lose this much weight. I want to, you know, these are the things I want. This is what I value. Here's how I'm going to do it. Here's a plan. Me, 
super different. I, I have not weighed myself in a couple of years and I don't get weighed at the doctors. That's kind of like an extreme, like that's not really heard of too often. Um, for me and my mental health, I'm better off not knowing it. I actually live a much healthier lifestyle, not knowing my weight. It just doesn't matter anymore. Um, I also have found a doctor, like a primary care physician who doesn't care about that as long as everything else within my health is okay. So if my blood work is good and my numbers are okay and my hormone levels are fine and my you know ability to get up in the morning and go conquer the day is okay, she doesn't care about my weight, period. And that's something that that's a whole other thing um, that we don't need to go into, but they're very different approaches to sustainable health. Neither one is right or wrong. They're just ours. They're just personal. And I think that that's kind of the, I mean, that's always our moral of the story is like, find your truest self and then attach to that. And then, you know, fuck the world. No, I'm just kidding. But like ours is always find your find yours and then go with that. This is mine. And this is what works for me in this season is the key word. Allow it to change. Um, I like this episode, Maggie. Yeah. I would say whatever resonates with you, right? If you're like, wow, I really do need to take away the structure and just kind of allow myself to move my body in whatever way I want to in that day. If that feels really good to you, go with it. Right. If you're like, wow, I really want to move my body more, but I have absolutely no idea what to do. And it's really overwhelming for me to have to figure out what to do every day. And you're like, I really like the idea of a plan. Go with it, right? Like whatever is working for you in that moment, whichever one feels good, right? Like you can feel it. You can feel when either you say something or someone says something to you and you're like, "Mm, I don't think that's the right one for me, right? Doesn't make it wrong. It's just not right for you at that time. Right. And if someone says something and you're like, oh my gosh, that sounds so exciting. Or like, that sounds like that could really be for me, or that's exactly what I'm looking for. Go with it. Right. Go with it. And that is what we need. That's what we need. I I think that that is the beauty of the person that you are. And I also know that it's going to be like a follow-up question for someone. You, I think are a natural feeler, just naturally who you are. I think you are a feeler. True. Not everyone is, or I think everyone is innately. They just have so much freaking stuff on top of ourselves and on top of our souls that we forgot how to feel. Yes. So for you, Maggie, when I know for me, when I'm feeling, I'm a temperature kind of girl. Okay. So is cold. It feels cold. It feels icy. It feels unsafe. I go away from it when something feels warm and cozy and like I could melt into it. I tend to gravitate towards it. So how do you, that's kind of my example of feeling something feels right or wrong is a temperature. Um, even as silly as like, this is, this is going to sound weird, but it's, it's a real example, even in like relationships, like Mm -hmm. romantic relationships, I have a feeling of cold or warm when I am like feeling that love cozy, safe, like, um, I can melt into them type of feeling. I'm warm. I'm loving. You're going to get, you're going to get all of me. When I've noticed in the past with even romantic relationships is towards the end of the relationship, when you know it's really not going to work anymore, I turn cold. I start to get a cold feeling. I take my hand away. Like I, I'm a temperature person and that's how I feel things. So when the world of intuitive eating was brought to me, I felt warm. I didn't know how it was going to be. It felt like a stranger, but it felt warm and I wanted to go through it, even like, um, and I don't know all the like stuff on it, but even more of like the European way of living of 
it's a very different lifestyle over in Europe, but it feels very warm to me. I actually naturally eat kind of like a Mediterranean diet style way, a lot of protein, a lot of greens. Like I, you know, I gravitate towards that. It feels warm. It feels cozy. Um, how do you feel your way through these things that can maybe help our listeners? I love this clarify- clarifying question and I love your description. Oh, that is you feel warm to me, Maggie. I'm so glad. See, and it's so interesting because warm and cold is not how I feel. That's not how I do it. So for me, it's about um, expansion and contraction really are like how I do it. So if something makes me feel like expansive and big and excited and like my eyes light up, like that type of feeling, whether it happens physically or kind of just inside of me, I'm like, there's kind of like a, a spark right? Mm. That for me is a yes. Where if something makes me feel frustrated or annoyed or kind of like, just like down or not excited, um, that for me is a no, right? So that's how I feel where it's like, either it's like a full body. Yes. Like I'm excited, like tingly, or Mm. I'm like, "Mm, mm, mm," like kind of like when something smells bad and you're like, "Mm, no, That's super interesting. And I, and I love this. Um, I love this very real life example, because for those of you who are like, I don't know how to feel anymore. I'm so conditioned. I'm so lost. I'm so like clouded with stuff. I don't know how to feel from my truest self. That's a good way to start is just to get curious. Do you feel temperatures like I do? Do you feel, you know, your body like Maggie does? You may be someone who feels it in your gut in the sense of, does your stomach feel calm or does your stomach feel uneasy? Like these are all real things that we can all do to check in with our bodies and don't let that it sounds like such a simple thing, but that goes along with your exercise and your lifestyle and your health. What feels warm to you? Mm-hmm. For me, the scale makes me feel ice cold. Okay. The idea of weighing myself all the time is icy to me. And I'm also very fortunate in the sense that I've never been in a place where I was like, I need this. Like I need, like, it was never like that. So I have that luxury for myself. Um, Whereas just feeling through my body feels warm and cozy and safe for me. So I really like these examples. And if you're like, where do I start? Start there. Start with a blank sheet of paper. Start with some of your values. Play play around with them and question some of the things. So for example, I think this is a good way to like wrap up with this, Maggie, is We said we weren't going to say wrap up anymore. Look at what I did. Maggie and I were joking before we (laughs) wrap up is okay. Wrap up is okay. We just, we just decided we're never going to say that we don't want to keep you too long because obviously we want to keep you long. You're already here. (laughs) We want to keep you forever. Of course. No, but every, we're joking because every time we say we're going to wrap up, we would always like, you know, continue on for another 30 minutes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I promise this is the part where it's like to sum it up. For me, take that blank piece of paper, try and write down some of your values, and then maybe take some of your thoughts, like some of your conditioned thoughts, even of, I need to be this size, or I need to do this workout only and feel them out, write them on the piece of paper and then see how you feel. Check in with your body. Does it feel cold? Does it feel warm? Does it feel safe? Does it feel weird? Do you feel constricted? Do you feel expansive? Like check in with some of these thoughts, um, I think that's an incredible place to start in terms of sustainable health. Cause that's what we're doing here. Your health matters. Your being matters way beyond January. 
Okay. This is a lifelong game of what do you want from this life and your health plays a huge role in how you are going to live it. Of course, we are more than these bodies. That's, there's no question. You are so much more than how your body looks, feels, is, but your body is also so important because it carries you. It carries your being. It's your home. It, to me, it's art. Like it carries what you want to do in this life. So we can't deny that it's extremely important. It is. It is so important. And having a healthy body in whatever way that is to you, right? Whatever that means to you allows us to get to know who we really are, to be who we really are, to feel safe, right? To create a home within ourselves. And so I, I fully believe that it is important that we are taking steps to our healthiest self, whatever that means for each of us. Right. And, um, just to say, even though we have very different views on, or just, you know, practices on sustainable exercise, the scale also feels very cold to me. I don't weigh myself either. I love that. It just, it's yeah. Like, you know, I'm all about like the goals and the structure and all that stuff, but I don't weigh myself either because it doesn't feel good. It's not related to my goals. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter how much I weigh. Do what feels good. And also this is the last thing I want to say, because I think it's important too. The outside noise is really, really hard in terms of health. So to some people, for me, the way I'm going and the way I'm moving towards this, this life that I've created of being very intuitive with exercise and food and valuing my health to some they would view this as unhealthy 1000%. They would view me and and my curve. I mean, if you know me, like I'm five, nine, I'm curvy. I have cellulite. Like I have, you know, what's the right word? (laughs) I have love on me. Like I have me on my body to some that would be unhealthy. And I have to be okay with that. My health doesn't need to be your health. I may technically, like if they did a BMI for me and everything, I'm 1000% in the overweight category. I always have been. Even when I've been at like my smallest, like honestly, I look back at pictures, I'm like, oh, pretty thin there. To me, this is health. It doesn't need to be that for everyone else. So you have to get comfortable or I have to get comfortable. And I think you all do too, because I think it's a really powerful thing with what health means to you is not going to align with what other people think. And guess what? It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to. Um, and I think that realization, that reckoning, that like revolution is, has been absolutely essential in my view of health. That is so beautiful. This episode was definitely valuable. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> I know that it was. Oh <laughs> I love our conversations. We love you all. We are here for you. Um, Thank you so much for listening. If you are like resonating with any of this, which we know you will be, leave us a review. Tell us a little bit of your story. Come to our DMs. Um, And yeah, we're just happy to hear from you whenever we do. Yeah. And we will see you right back here next week. See you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the entirety of this episode. If you found this episode valuable, please share it with a friend. Your support helps our show grow. And for that, we are extremely grateful. Please be sure to leave a five-star rating and a review of the show. We'll see you next Monday with another episode of the Meg and Maggie podcast. Love Meg and Maggie.